Hi, everyone. I'm Linya Floyd, an award-winning journalist and one of the co-hosts of the Scarlet Society podcast. On today's show, I'm asking you to imagine what it would be like to take a one-month, six-month, year-long, hey, over a year break from your job without worrying about money and getting an even better job when you return. That's what our guest today helps people do. Katrina McGee, MBA, is a career break and sabbatical coach as well as a certified life coach. Her signature Take the Break program helps mid-career women create happier, more fulfilling, lives by designing bold and transformational life breaks. On their time off, her 50 plus clients have traveled the world, upgraded their marketable skills, launched a business, changed careers, and more. After saving 40 grand, and yes, she's going to give us her secrets to doing that too. Katrina left her corporate job for a 20-month break to travel around the world. Upon returning to work, she landed five job offers in just five weeks, paid off 42 grand in debt, and started her own business. In this episode, Katrina will explain why this is the moment, why now of all times is the best time ever for someone to take a career break. She's also going to talk about how to avoid regression and step into progression on a career break that can catapult you to the next level of success in your career. And she'll also tell us the first step that you need to take to figure out if a career break is right for you. It only takes 10 minutes, but it could be the key to living your life in technicolor, as she says. Here's our interview. You're listening to the Scarlet Society podcast, the show that encourages women over 40 to be excited, curious, and even turned on by starting the second half of their life. This is the show for support, community, and conversation about everything that goes along with this season, from sexual health and wellness to sexual exploration, finances, monogamy, and relationships. No topic is off limits. Let's dive in. Hi, Katrina. I am so absolutely thrilled to have you on the show today talking about sabbaticals and career breaks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be here, Lania. This is, I'm, I'm super psyched for this. Woo! All right. So right off the bat, I want to counter objections because I know that there are people listening who are thinking, I can't do this. I've got financial responsibilities. I've got family constraints. What do you say to individuals who come to you with those objections, who come to you with those obstacles and say, hey, this sounds great, but I don't think I can pull something like this off? Yes. Okay. So I actually was this person and pretty much the majority of my clients come to me wanting a break, but also saying something similar. Like there's a million reasons why I can't do it. One thing I think we do really well is we assess all the risk if we leap, right? What are all the things I have now that I'm going to lose? How is my life going to be different in a bad way? However, what we don't do is we don't think about the risk if we don't take a break. What am I risking if I never make this leap? What is my life going to be like? What is my health going to be like? What are my relationships going to be like? What is my career and my lack of fulfillment going to feel like if I don't make this shift? And so I think one of the most important things we can do is really ground ourselves in why we would want to break in the first place. So I recommend just in taking five minutes to really think about it, maybe journal about it, because for those five minutes, you can quiet the naysayer in your mind that immediately wants to make everything practical, that immediately wants to present every reason that it's not possible and get grounded in 
what am I risking if I don't do this? Why do I want this so badly? And what would it mean to me if I can find a way to make this happen? And pragmatically, I would say, you know, I've had teachers, I've had people with debt, including myself, people with spouses. I have people with children. I have people close to retirement that don't know what it's going to be like if they want to re-enter the job market right? If you want it, it's possible. We are incredibly resourceful and creative human beings. It's just, we have to put and direct that creativity and resourcefulness towards our own desires to really reap the benefits of it. I love what you were saying because it does speak to that negativity bias that we all have. We're all thinking about the troubleshooting and the problems and why not to do something. So flipping this to why do I need to do this? Like, why is this essential? What am I risking by not doing this is so brilliant. What are some of the things that people come up with when they do that? Just five minutes of freeing themselves up to journal, just like one or two things that pop up for people that are the reason why you have to do this. Yes. So for many of my clients, there's an element of restoration, right? And it's not just physical self, although that's part of it, healing from burnout, but it's restoration of spirit. So I am on a path that is no longer aligned with the things I want in my life. I don't feel fulfilled. I'm asking myself every day, is there more than this? There has to be more than this. And I want there to be more than this, right? And so it's that restoration of spirit that sort of flooding sense of fulfillment that they really want. And it's like, I don't want to live life never knowing that again, right? Never feeling that, never feeling like I got my life back on track. Yeah, that's got to be really powerful for our audience in particular. When you think about men and women who are, well, particularly for our our audience, Scarlet Society, it's women over 40. Um, But when you think about people over 40, maybe this might be your last chance to make a really big change in your life. Maybe you've been doing something for, you know, 15, 20 years, and you haven't given yourself that breath. Like, what could that be like? This is your opportunity. You're kind of fed up after doing one thing, or maybe just one or two things for decades. Absolutely, Lania. I mean, it's exactly what you said. (laughs) Like it's, it's just, it's the time, right? It's the time. It's the time. Yeah. So I, I have to honor the fact that most people have probably never, honestly, Katrina, before I met you, I had never heard of a career (laughs) career break coach. I had never heard of a sabbatical coach. So can you break down for our, our audience exactly what a sabbatical and career break coach does? Absolutely. So I'm a certified life coach. So there is an element of helping people dig deep within themselves to get clear on what they want, to figure out how to make the shifts, to have the life experience, the better, happier, more fulfilling, more peaceful life that they're trying to create, rolled up with a career break consultant. So I have taken two career career breaks myself, including a 20 month break where I traveled around the world, you know, and at this point I have helped over 50 people through their breaks, not even counting those that are still preparing. And so the way I show up for someone that wants a break is I first help them eliminate all the barriers, overcome the fears, learn how to manage the fears, answer the questions they need to give themselves permission to start the plan. And then we start to create a plan together. So we co-create this plan that is going to set them up for success. So I am this magical resource for anyone that wants a break and either doesn't know how to make it possible or knows that they've saved for it, but still feels afraid, can't quite pull the trigger on making it happen and or wants to re-enter from that break smoothly. So some of my clients find me while they're on a break and they're trying to, they didn't work with me before. And so they're trying to make the most of this experience because they kind of went into it not so intentionally. And they're like, I don't know Mm. what I do now. So we help it turn it around and we help them like ease on out and find an amazing new chapter once the break is over. 
Do you have any clients who unexpectedly find themselves on a career break? Maybe they've been laid off or downsized or that kind of thing, and they're trying to figure out what's next? Yeah. I absolutely do. And it's usually one of two things. Like you said, it's usually career-related where they were you know, downsized mm. or sent off, but also people that have immense grief or loss, right? So someone that has lost mm. a parent, lost a significant other, and the grief has just rendered them incapable of showing up and really being able to be the person that they were and feel like they can handle the load of life and job and career. And then I also have clients that just have healing as well. One of my current career break clients um, discovered she had Lyme disease on her break because she was perpetually sick and could not figure out why. And she needed to create that space to be with doctors to really find the answers that she needed to heal. Yeah. I love that. I forever sing the praises of life coaching. I am also a certified health and wellness coach and just giving people that space for exploration. You know, I'm sure you've had this as well, where people say, Hey, I've never told anybody this before, but blah, 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 blah. Like it's like the things that come up are absolutely fascinating, but also transformative. And that's the transformation that you're helping people through, which I think is phenomenal. Tell us, all about your career break. How did you end up creating this business? Um, and and I, you know, tell people about the money you saved, how you created this business, how you made it happen, and the twenty months of what I assume were pure joy um, that you came back to many offers after. Yeah. Okay. So I started my first career as an actuary, which was not me at all. So I went back to get my business school degree and try to like find myself and find this better career. And I ended up in market research, which was more fun than being an actuary. However, I felt even more misaligned in that corporate setting. And I had this real sort of like low point for myself internally. You wouldn't have recognized it on the outside, but it was just this feeling of Katrina, you have gone and gotten an MBA. You have created more debt for yourself. You have two careers. You're a smart, capable person. Why are you so unhappy? And why are we stuck Mm. in this place where you are so unhappy? You could do so much more, but I didn't know what that something more was and I didn't know how to access it. So exactly what you said, Linnea, life coaches are life changing. And I Mm. actually got a life coach and that was the first big step towards me creating this break that I didn't even know I wanted at that time. I was so ingrained in staying on the hamster wheel, keeping my good, you know, like MBA salary and not falling behind that I couldn't even give myself permission to say I wanted a break. And this was like back in 2011, people weren't talking about breaks. People weren't even really talking about life coaches, but I found one and I was like, she can help me find the answers that I can't seem to find on my own. And sure enough, it took about six months of unpacking all of the reasons why I didn't think that that could be for me, why I had to stay, money fears, all the things. And then I just had this epiphany. You don't want another job, a a, a less sucky job, right? Is what I was going for. (laughs) You don't want a less sucky job. You want a break to travel the world and live life on your terms. And then I was like, I got to do this. I had $1,500 in my bank account. I had no vision. There was no Instagram with people posting like amazing long-term travel things. You know, like I didn't have any reality that this was possible, but I had this dream and this knowing that that was what I needed. So to your point, I saved $40,000 in 18 months because I basically started with nothing. I still had debt Mm -hmm. from my MBA loans, right? I Mm -hmm. had a townhouse in Atlanta that I had owned and rented out at a loss because it was underwater because of the housing market crisis. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had all these reasons why this wasn't going to be possible for me, but it was what I needed and it was what I wanted. And I talked about being resourceful and creative and I definitely applied that to my break. So I ended up leaving my job. I gave them eight months notice. I was so excited. I was so sure. 
I was like, this is happening. Heads up. This is happening. And then I left. And, you know, I want to say it was all pure joy those 20 months, but that would be such an epic lie. Um, you know, there were <laughs> Thank def- you for not lying yeah, to us. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was a lot of inner work, right? Inner reflection and really processing and accepting myself for who I was. Like I was still on that journey. Like, why do I need to leave my old life? Why wasn't it good enough? Why couldn't I be happy? Like everybody else seemed to be happy. And then the fear of traveling solo. I was not a traveler. I hadn't traveled abroad until I was almost 30 years old and I hadn't really done much solo travel. And here I am traveling to like Southeast Asia and Argentina and Colombia, all these places by myself. And I was like, I was scared, right? Can I do this? Am I capable? What's going to happen to me? I definitely had fear, but um, the joy and the purpose and just the gift of like unabashed freedom, just pure freedom Mm. to have that experience and know how delicious life could actually be was more than worth the pain. And it was transformational and something that, you know, I really... I preach about because when I came back from that break, super unsure about what I was going to come back to, right? I'd sold all my stuff. I didn't have a home anymore. Um, I didn't know with my three years in this new career, if that was going to be enough to find another job after almost two years Mm -hmm. out of the market. But I landed five job offers in just five weeks. And yeah, and one of them was a dream (laughs) job. Like one of them was a 30% raise. One of them was to be a flight attendant for Delta because I thought maybe I want to change my career and just keep traveling. Wow. I know. And it was fantastic. And that was the moment where I was like, I'm onto something here. There is more Mm. to life than just staying on the hamster wheel. In fact, dare I say, if you have the courage and the vision to hop off and go find your happy, like I think life can be even better than you can imagine it to be while you're racing away, trying to just keep up with the Joneses or keep up with life and just make everything look successful from the outside. I love that. I love the idea of cheering people to get off the hamster wheel because sometimes we even forget our our little, our paws are moving so fast. We even forget that we're on it. But when you do take that moment to step off and relax your legs and look around and think, do I really want to be on that wheel? So many things can change. So much can come up for people. I cannot let you keep telling this story without sharing at least one or two secrets about how you were able to save 40K in that period of time. Yeah. Okay. My secret are really simple, but people don't always love them. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Number one is you have to track what you spend. So I tracked my spending every penny for two months and you do it without judgment. So if you're doing it and you're judging it and you're secretly trying to like make different decisions than you would normally make, you've messed yourself up. You have to know what you're doing. Yeah. No. So you didn't even rein it in from the beginning. You're like, I'm just going to observe quietly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to know who is running the show here? Because this version of you has been running the show. And if you're introducing some unsustainable, like alternate version of you, like forget it, right? It's information. First, you have to objectively capture the information. And so I had a client who actually, you know, she started her break and we started working at the very beginning of her break. And she was spending an insane amount of money. She lived in LA. She had a very good corporate uh, MBA job and she was used to just spending money without thinking. And she was super resistant. Mm. I don't want to feel poor. Mm. I don't want to feel deprived, right? Like there was a time in my life where I had to think about money so intensely it hurt. And now I have been free for so long. But what is true is that she wanted to be on this break and give herself a different kind of freedom. So it was going to require 
a different value alignment, right? Like the money she was spending was not actually aligning to this bigger dream. She wanted to be a novelist. And so what we got clear on is her tracking for one month. She was very resistant, but she did it. She trusted me. She did it. And she was astounded by some of the like leaky places where her money was escaping that didn't feel good to her. And without Mm. even creating a budget, just seeing it in black and white on the spreadsheet that I gave her, she made changes in one month that saved 60% of what she was spending. She cut it without a budget just because she knew now I want to take less Ubers and I'm actually going to start cooking my own meal sometimes. And maybe I'm Mm going to say no to the big bad trip that like everybody wants to go on. And I'm just going to go to the beach, you know, like an hour away because this dream matters, right? Like being Mm. grounded in what your goal is, is also very helpful, but tracking cannot speak highly enough of tracking. And one of the easy tips is saving lump sums. So a lot of times we have this mindset when money comes to us, whether it's a bonus, a tax refund, you know, I got a surprise refund from my escrow account. It's like, Ooh, bonus surprise. (laughs) What am I going to get myself now? I'm so excited. Right. But that the money burns a hole in your exactly, pocket. Like, yes, <laughs> the money burns a hole in your pocket. And it's like, no, like you have a dream. So take this as a blessing, right? From the universe, like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is towards my dream, and direct it to your dream. So when I saved that 40K, almost 50% of that money was from lump sums that I got presents, you know, birthday gift, like, hey, here's a birthday gift, Ooh. refunds, tax refunds, all the things. And it made such a difference. And it zoomed my timeline forward by at least a year. That is absolutely incredible. I love that. Even the idea of maybe the next time your birthday comes around saying, hey, no presents. I'm saving yes. for my career break. Like, uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> i towards that. I love it. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about your clients who are over 40. What are some of the career breaks that they have gone on and what have they done? Oh, I love this question. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is such a varied, this is such an awesome question because it's so varied. And I want people listening to know there's no right way to do a break and there's no wrong way to do a break if you're doing it with intention. So some of my clients who, you know, are in their forties, going into their forties have done amazing things. Like obviously travel the world is a big one, right? Everybody wants, usually not everybody, but probably 90% want at least a tiny bit of travel. There might be this aspirational Mm -hmm. trip or a trip to do with family or something on their list all the way to, I just want to keep traveling. Right. And so I have a client that hiked Mordor, like from Lord of the Rings. She went to New Zealand. She did three weeks. She did this epic hike that you have to be very in shape to do. And she did it super fast. And she was very proud of herself. I have a client that just sent me a message last week from the Adriatic Sea while she was on a sailboat in Croatia. And like that, is her living her best life. I have a client that did surf lessons in Hawaii, but you know, besides the travel, I have a client that wrote a novel. I have another one that created an animal rescue. Like she started an animal rescue. I think there's a cow involved. I saw updates on her Facebook page. I was like, what? This is amazing. Right. I have clients starting new careers, one in functional medicine. Another one went on to pursue acting because it was something she'd always kept on the back burner and had done sort of as an extracurricular in her life. So she cleared the space you know, cleared the stage, so to speak, and just gave herself permission and time to explore and pursue this dream that she'd always had and wondered, is she good enough to make it happen? Um, You know, I have another client that's about to go study for a year in France. Um, It is so amazing to see these people reclaiming their life, even though, right, society might say, oh, you're into your 40s, like just settle with what you have and hope that it gets better after retirement, right? 
Oh yes, this idea, just wait until you're retired and then you can live out these dreams. But then I also think back to that phrase or, or that um, common thought that people often put out there, you know, a year from now, you'll wish you had started today. You know, so why not start today? Why have that regret? Why not just get going today? I love that. Um, speaking of today, <laughs> so there's so much going on in the world, right? We've got great resignation left and right. We've got all this recession talk, which is freaking people out, me included, sky high prices at the grocery store, at the pump. But you tell people that now is actually an ideal time to take a career break. Why is now the time? Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get a little bit on my soapbox. First of all, I counted it up. (laughs) Yeah, I counted it it up. I have eight clients on a break right now. Eight humans, just me, just me knowing eight humans on a break sending me updates. Okay. And this is Mm -hmm. what I'm going to say. And I see it play out every single day. When you want to create a better life, right? If you have an intentional break, you are creating space for a more aligned, a more fulfilled, a more innovative, a more inspired, a more grounded, a healthier you to emerge. Whoever the version Mm -hmm. of you is that you want, you have access that person on this intentional break. And so you bring the best you forward to face challenges of life and to manage life that will, spoiler, always have drama present, right? There actually is no perfect time. There is no perfect time. I know it can feel like that, but if it's not a global pandemic or a global sort of recession or something, I mean, like, you know, a US recession going on, it's going to be personal. It's going to be your health. It's going to be the health of your grandparent or your parent or your partner. There is never going to be a moment where it feels good because there is no fear. You just have to decide to do it anyway. And speaking of context, right? Like adding the context with LinkedIn's new feature of using career breaks with the great resignation. We are starting to normalize these resume gaps and people taking a break and sort of deciding that fulfillment and joy matter as much, if not more than the career and making the money and having all the success. And so it's easier than ever to explain yourself and the choices you've made without it being, you know, like feeling like a pariah or feeling like you're such, you know, such a loner out there like I did. Right. And so I just, I don't want people to measure the right time by when it feels less scary. Scary is not the metric to measure when it's time to take a break. I was so inspired by you just now. And it just made me think about how so many things outside of us are outside of our control. There's so many things that we cannot control. We can't control the pandemic. We can't control, you know, a lot of things that are happening around us, but we can control ourselves and we can control the pursuit of our dreams. And we can be the proverbial change if we want to be, um, especially with the help of people like you, Katrina. So thank you for that inspirational moment because I am swimming in it right now. Um, Now, the next thing I want to ask you about has to do with that fear, right? Of, you know, what if this does end up kind of messing up my career? What if I disappear for a little bit and I try to come back and I can't? So can you share some strategies that maybe just like two or three strategies for making sure that you don't derail your career while you're on that break? And in fact, maybe you even catapult yourself to the next level. Absolutely. You know, I think this, I'm so glad we're talking about this, Linnea, because I think you've just asked one of the top three fears I see with everyone that wants to take a break, but won't quite give themselves permission. They're afraid a break equals career regression when it actually can be career progression, right? It can lead you forward. It can zoom you ahead. And so here, you know, like here are some things I want people to know. Number one, 
Get clear on what you need from this experience before you start. If you want to come out stronger, if you want to come out better than before, and better could just mean happier. It could mean lighter. It could mean anything that better means to you. You have to design a break that's going to give you everything you need it to give you so that it was a successful experience. So that better version of you is going to come out and crush it in interviews. That better version of you is going to come out and really be able to nail it in the job and bring that extra special something that everyone else who has not taken a break, who has not lived in Technicolor who hasn't gone on to fulfill their dreams and gotten off the hamster wheel for a while and then selectively chosen which hamster wheel to get back on with the intensity of I'm going to run. It's going to be amazing, right? You're going to crush it. And the other thing that I see people do that I don't want them to do is to, to carry the fear of the job regression with them or the lack of like career progress with them. I want you to be fully present on your break. It's counterintuitive to think that mm-hmm. if I disconnect fully from work for a while, That's going to cause me like, it's counterintuitive to think that's actually going to help me, but it will because it will allow you to restore and get everything that your break wants to give you. And you can actually add on a re-entry period at the end of your break, which is the time that you do worry, that you do process, that you do have complicated feelings and get clear on what you need to get out of your next chapter to create a smoother transition back, right? So it's not that you're never thinking about work, but you have to fully disconnect and put yourself in the bubble of being present on your break so that you can be actually open to the benefits and fully receive them. And then you having that Mm. re-entry period at the end means that you're being so wise and so clever and so Mm. smart about how you're coming Mm. back and what kinds of opportunities you're looking for. Incredible. So, okay, we've got to be intentional, number one. And number two, we've got to be fully present while we're on that break. I love that. And the re-entry period, that makes sense, right? It's not just this flipping a light switch on and off, but it's having this gradual progression back. I love that. Now, um, I do want to ask, (laughs) in terms of getting on the career break, what are some things that people might say to their employer (laughs) to to kind of like break the news to that boss that, hey, I'm going to be taking the sabbatical or I'm going to be taking a career break? I know that this can be like an awkward conversation but you have some strategies on how you can actually use this conversation to your advantage when you return to the work world. I sure do, Linnea. I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) I I love this so much because I have never knock on wood, never had a client have a bad experience. In fact, every client who has ever coached with me on giving their notice has literally come back and said, wow, that went better than I expected. Every single person. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the simple two things that you need to do to have a great conversation. Number one, keep it really simple and know your purpose and your themes. So I talk about themes in the career break training I do and with my clients. It's sort of how we blueprint, but it's basically the four things you need to get from this experience to make it successful for you personally. And so if you know why you're taking the break and you know what you're trying to get from it, when you go into that conversation and you're expressing, This is why I'm taking a break and you own it. You create the opportunity to have an advocate. It is so much more compelling for someone when a person is showing up, right? And they're like, listen, I have this childhood dream of basically traveling the world and going to Europe. And I have realized it's now or never for me. And I want to clear space to go live this dream. That's an actual purpose that one of my clients had. Another client had a purpose around wanting to create more joy in their life and heal from really difficult things. And it was, listen, I'm clearing this space and I don't even know all the things that are going to fill it. But what I'm clear on is that I want to bring my best self to my next move. And I right now need to go restore 
I need to go fulfill some dreams and I just want to clear space for joy. Whatever your purpose and your themes are, there's no wrong answer. But when you're being honest and you are clearly understanding what you need to get from it, sharing that with your manager or your boss creates the opportunity for them to advocate and support you. And the second piece that's really important is giving as much notice as you can. So a lot of my clients, Mm. yeah, a lot of my clients immediately think, oh, two weeks notice, I'm scared. People are going to judge me. I don't know. Maybe I'll give them three or four weeks. I gave eight months notice for my first break. I gave four months notice for my second break. I would say my clients usually average around one to two months. But what you're doing when you give advance notice, you are aligning your words with your actions. So when you say to your boss, I really respect my time here and I respect this company and I respect what my team is trying to do. And I want to make sure I do my best to leave everybody in a great spot. And I make this transition as easy and as smooth as possible. Part of that is giving your notice. So when you show up to be brave and tell people what you're doing and you let them know, you're creating more time for them to transition you out and to thoughtfully transition that work to your teammates. So when you think about giving your notice, right, giving yourself more time than you maybe instinctively would want to Mm. really helps build a solid foundation of saying, this is me trying to leave on great terms and not burn any bridges and make sure everybody is left whole in this experience. And I'm not just dumping on you. Yes. I love that. You just gave some really great scripts to people that were really grounded in, I feel like, creative or personal pursuits. I'm wondering what it sounds like to have that conversation with your boss or that give that speech when it comes to something professional, when you're really hoping that this time away is going to give you the skills, the wherewithal, the courage or what have you to make a leap, maybe even like a quantum leap when you were turn back within your industry. Kind of what does that sound like? Yeah. So in that case, it would sound something like, right, I am creating this space to really up-level and upgrade my own skills. I feel like there is a world out there I want to explore and I want to really lean in and just jump to my new level. And I honestly am not even sure what that's going to look like, but I know that I want to create the space to do it with more joy and more excitement Mm. and to let my creativity flow. And so I'm creating this time away. I'm disconnecting. I have no idea what my future holds, but I just know that I need to create this time for the better, stronger, and more inspired me to come out. Mm, Better, stronger, more inspired. I love that. Uh, All right. So those are the things that you should do. What are some things that successful career breakers do not do during the break? What are the things that you want to avoid? What are those mistakes that people can make that obviously, Katrina, you help them avoid? Absolutely. Yeah. Number one is do not start a break without a plan, at least Mm. containing a purpose and your themes. You need a blueprint of success if you want to guarantee that success. If you blindly leap into it thinking, I need to like heal from my burnout and that's it. Good luck to you, right? You've got to know what kinds of things am I investing my time, energy, and money into doing that are going to fulfill those needs that I have. Another one is don't Try to integrate with work life and let it sort of drag on into your break. I see a lot of people that don't work with me having this fear. It's like they let fear sit in the front seat. So fear's like, I won't drive the wheel. You can take a break. I'm just going to sit in the passenger seat very quietly and whisper things to you to keep you on track, right? It's like, you've got to send emails, update, like go look at LinkedIn just to see what the jobs are like out there, right? Check your finances and make sure your investments are doing okay. It's like all the ways that it wants to stay in your brain, right? At the front of your brain. 
you've got to fully disconnect so you can be present and you can really lean into this amazing experience that you've created, right? And it also allows you not to rush back into the job market too soon. So we talked about that re-entry period. A successful career breaker doesn't think they're going to end this fantastic life-changing experience and then find something in a week and they start freaking out and then they get desperate and then they're like, I don't know if anyone's going to hire me and I really didn't plan for this and now I'm freaking out and I'm just going to take any job, any job, any job, right? That is absolutely not setting you up for success. You want to set yourself up for success where all of that learning, all of that transformation, you're giving the space to to really connect to the new you and allow that version of you to select the next job or the next opportunity or start that new Mm. business, right? And the last thing is one of the most important things. Successful career breakers don't accept the belief that this break is a red flag. They don't Mm. accept the belief that they deserve a demotion, or that there's something wrong with them for taking this break. They believe a better, stronger, more capable version of them has come to the show, right? So they're taking with them all the experience, all the networking, all the education. And now you get them with their battery recharged to 100% instead of 20%. You get them with new, exciting ideas. You get them sometimes with new language skills, depending on what they've done with that time off, right? So with the career breakers that I've worked with especially, they come back with this belief, this is not a red flag. In fact, this is my unique selling point, right? I am a person that is brave enough and authentic enough to do something like this. And I have chosen to get off the hamster wheel. And now that I'm choosing to get back on, I'm choosing to get on yours because I believe in your mission or I believe in this job and you're getting the very best of me that like no one else was going to get until I healed and did the things I needed to do. And that is such a compelling, a compelling way, right? To sell yourself when you're looking for a company. And you know, like we talked about, how do you leave on good terms? They're all bridges, right? Mm-hmm. I have a client right now that is ending his break and he is coming back into the job market. During this period of time, he followed, right? He, he leaned into the belief that it was not a detriment to his career. He started pursuing mm-hmm. his passion to learn Spanish. He spoke none. And he ended mm-hmm. up getting offered a contract for several months with his old company for a job with a client in Puerto Rico because he had learned some Spanish, right? So he's following <laughs> his it. dream. Yeah. And he's getting offers and opportunities to do things. So he's already proving, right, that he's desirable, that this break is an asset, that the things he's done are incredibly helpful to him. And that- Beautiful. Yeah. That is what it's all about. Yes. I love that. Living in Technicolor, building yourself into the best version of you. So powerful. All right. So now that we've got people inspired, I'm all about the action. I'm all about one hit wonders. So if there is one thing that you want people to do after listening to us today and hearing about career breaks and sabbaticals, what is that one thing? What is that one action step that they can take to start moving the needle? Yes. Time. It's time y'all. It's time to define your purpose. (laughs) It's time. Set a timer. 10 minutes. Answer the question, why why do I need this break? What would this break really do for me? Simple Mm. questions, 10 minutes, right. You're going to silence the naysayer, right? And you are going to allow the desire and the needs to rise to the top. And that is the foundation of taking a break. That is the foundation of giving yourself permission to do it and knowing what a successful break would mean to you. And that is the very first step you need to take. 
I love that. Seeing what's possible. And sometimes it's amazing what happens at the other end of that pen or the other end of that keyboard when you give yourself all that time to fill up a page. I love that journal. Journaling is so incredibly powerful. Um, all right. This has been absolutely spectacular. Thank you so, so much for sharing your brilliance with our audience today. Before you go, can you please tell us where you are most active on social media so everybody knows where to follow you? And I hear that you have a free gift for our audience as well. I sure do. So you can find me on Instagram. I show up there pretty regularly and I'm at Coaching. So look me up there if you want to connect. But yes, please go grab the free gift. The free gift is the best break ever. It is a mini training that is going to share secrets with you, three amazing secrets for you to stop settling and stop sacrificing. You know, my mission is to help you quit the, th- the philosophy or the thought that you just have to hold on for a few more years until it feels good or it feels right. So this training is going to help you figure out how to start overcoming the fear, help you start creating your own unique career break plan, and how to really maximize this experience to make it transformational and life-changing, and dare I say life-giving. Beautiful. I love it. I am inspired myself and I can't wait for everyone to check it out. Thank you so much again, Katrina. All right. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lenya. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Your support means so much to us and I hope you got some great value from today's episode. If you're looking for resources from today's show or you'd like to join other women just like you looking to explore their sexual health and wellness, visit us over at scarletsociety.com.